Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, preamble, preamble, preamble. Island boy. <laughs> they no are idea like what you're the name about. of. Oh my god. And they're not joking. He just fucking got angry with me because I called him an island boy. I feel like there's a there's at least a funny sound. There's a, like a thirty second sound bite in there that's pretty pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe an island boys sound the bite. The island boys. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And welcome, listeners, to episode 51 of Noob Talk Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Joshua Osborne, and with me here is Teague Anderson. Teague, how are you today? I am fantastic. Thank you kindly. Okay. we got a couple news topics here, and then we got a, a whole lot of rapid fire. So let's dive right into... Uh, I've got an IGN article in front of me. This is from July 19th, uh, entitled, John Ramiro, co-creator of Doom, is making a new FPS. Uh, and this news is officially unveiled on John Ramiro's uh, Twitter page, slash their RamiroGames.com uh, they have some job listings up for their new, you know, mm-hmm. their new project. Um, I'll, I'll just take a little little clip off the the old Twitter, the old tweet. Ramiro Games is hiring for an all new FPS. Join the team! It's a new dawn for Ramiro Games. We're working we're working with a major publisher to develop John Ramiro's next shooter: colon, an all new FPS with an original new IP. Our team is expanding, and we're looking for talented people for all positions and at all experience levels, particularly those with Unreal Five experience. Visit RamiroGames.com for listings, and then they've got a pretty sexy logo underneath that. And, um, yeah, for people who don't know John Romero, uh, he is the, the, the somewhat famous, although, I mean, we're getting old now, but he was an extremely famous second half of, uh, of Doom, basically. Uh, Doom was John Romero and John Carmack. I'm, a, I'm a, a big fan of the making of the franchise, I guess, for a long time ago. I, I read, um, there's a book called Masters of Doom, all about the, uh, the whole creative process and, like, who they worked with. Um, covers, like, you know, the artists on the team and, like, the producers and stuff. Really fascinating book hmm. about, like, all their... Yeah, they were doing a lot of funny stuff, like, uh, like when they started out, they were... I think they were breaking into some... I'll get this wrong, but it's not going to be that wrong. Uh, they were, like, breaking into a computer place they were working at during the day as day jobs. And I think what they were doing is they were breaking into their facility at night, uh, taking computers out and going home to work on their personal projects, basically. Okay. Then returning the computers before they went to work the next day kind of thing. Jesus. Or they were breaking into a school. I can't remember. But, like, a lot of funny, like... Uh, Some criminal activity. <laughs> you know, very, like... Uh, underground garage uh, sort of uh, you know guerrilla programming kind of thing Doom was made by criminals good to know Doom was made by criminals yeah and I think that like I, d- I doubt there's that much this is not I don't find it that exciting um, but I think John Romero is kind of an interesting character and he's a very the track record is kind of all over the place hmm. you know like they made like John Romero last made okay well I found out about this game that I had not heard of uh, called Empire of Sin Okay. Uh, which actually came out in 2020. So this is the first game that they made, I believe, as Ramiro Games. And the game actually looks pretty cool. Like, it's like a 1920s gangster-themed, mm. like, real-time... Uh, no, turn-based strategy game. Okay. Which is really weird. Kind of like XCOM, where you, like, run a mob family, I think. And, like, you have to, like, manage your mob businesses. <laughs> and then you get in fights with other gangsters, and the fights are handled in, like, turn-based combat with like you know tommy guns and stuff interesting it's weird and it actually looked like it like graphically it's quite nice um and the game has pretty bad reviews yeah i bet i can't imagine not <laughs> i think it's an interesting concept like uh um, god awful to me i, I mean, mean just turn-based gangster 20 style like i'm like fuck if you could make a game any less interesting for me <laughs> i would yeah, love enough. to see it you know like i don't care about the 20s gangsters i don't care about I can't handle turn-based. Um, I'm just a... I mean... I'm just a curmudgeon. 
Uh, hey man, if turn based isn't your thing, then turn based <laughs> isn't your thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. There's, there's no there's no way around. Well, that. You, I mean, if it was a really cool, you know, like if you did a turn based Starship Troopers, I would probably try okay. it out. That for sure has been done. There's that isn't that there that Aliens game coming? That's like no, it's isometric, right? Uh, but again, I mean, it, a franchise of it something I good. actually enjoyed, I might actually mess with if it's ter- even if it's turn based, right? You right. Know what I mean, but right. And I mean, before Empire of Sin. Like the la- I think the, the last sort of big game that they made because after Doom happened they split up after a while right there was like a, there was a lot of there was a lot of um, tension I think within the between the, the two the two Johns and um, he went on to make Daikatana uh, that was a really ill fated like uh, sort of, it was like a, an FPS with, okay like, fantasy you had like swords and like magic and shit mm-hmm. and guns I think and it just it was like massively hyped. There was crazy production delays. The game took a really long time to come out, and it was not. It, it was extremely just tepid reception when it came mm. out, kind of thing. Like not the worst thing ever, but certainly not the best thing ever either. Okay. Certainly no Doom kind of thing, you know. No Doom. Anyways, so I just think he's an interesting character because it's it's one of those weird situations of like John Carmack, the programmer, and not John Romero, the sort of the sort of creative director type. Like, they both did programming, but Carmack did most of the programming, and Carmack is, like, now sort of, like, an industry name. Okay. You know what I mean? And, like, Ramiro's kind of, like, languished in obscurity, sort of. Okay. A little bit. So, I don't know. I mean, I just think that this is... It's an interesting new creation because he's a, he's a unique guy that has a, an interesting history behind him. Mm. And, like, I, have, I don't have any confidence that he can make good games uh, because Empire of Sin, Sin does not look good. Right. Uh, I mean, it looks... Graphically impressive, but so did Daikatana when it came out. Okay. Right? Like, it, it was the gameplay that was the issue kind of thing. Right. But, you know, Ramiro also made Doom. So, in some ways, and I think Quake to some extent also. Uh, and so, in some ways, you know, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it's kind of... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just... I'm curious to see... He did do an interesting project recently. He worked on Sigil 2, which is actually a Doom 2 expansion. Okay. It, like, but original... Hmm. So it's like it looks. It's like an expansion pack for like '90s Doom, which I just think is funny. Like, yeah, a little weird. It's extremely weird. Yeah, like, but that's that's a fun thing to do that like not many people would. You know? I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just I, I like it because it's weird. But um, yeah, Empire Sin certainly sounds sort of not that exciting. Uh, coming back to the article uh, off the studio's website, job positions fall under the code, design, and art categories. Listings provide some hints at what kind of mechanics the game could include. A senior multiplayer programmer position and online architect uh, are listed, so it's possible that the game will have multiplayer and online components, which is not particularly surprising. No other details about the game are revealed, such as platforms, release window, or publisher. Okay. So we will see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, do you got anything to add to that, or should we move on? No, let's move on. Cool. On number two. Uh, which is The Lost Wild looks like a Jurassic Park survival horror. So I got this off IGN, but this game announcement actually came out of the Annapurna Interactive Showcase four days ago. Uh, and the Annapurna Showcase, you know, we usually do some some coverage of showcases in g- generally. I checked this one out, and for me, there just wasn't that much there. Uh, it was a, it was like a 40-minute showcase. Um, Annapurna is LA, an LA-based uh, video game publisher, and they make primarily sort of artsy-fartsy-ish games. That's a little insulting, I guess. Uh, what's a less a less insulting way to say that? Artsy? Yeah. they, they make, leave out the fartsy, and I think you're good. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> they make, like, artsy indie stuff kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and, um, you know, their games have sometimes been my bag. They most, like, I... I'm happy that most of the games, because a lot of good games have come out of them, and I'm really happy they exist. Uh, mm-hmm. They just don't usually appeal to me. Right. Um, with some small exceptions, like What Remains of Edith Finch. Oh, dude, uh, my bad. Uh, Stray is actually Annapurna, too. Okay. And, and Stray does totally fit their 
Like, it's less into what they... It's less artsy than the stuff they usually do. It's still pretty artsy. But it still fits their sort of modus operandi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, you know, they make shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, every now and then, there's going to be one that's going to be for me, but usually it's... Um, you know, now that I'm, I'm I'm actually reading the list as I'm saying this, and I'm, like, realizing that they make more shit than I think they do okay. that is good. Like, Kentucky Route Zero, not for me at all, but it's a cool game. Outer Wilds, I watched my girlfriend play most of that. Also a cool game, not for me. Outer Wilds is kind of like a story version of No Man's Sky, sort of, okay. by a really small studio. Uh, it was neat. Um, what Remains of Edith Finch, which is... I remember that. Yeah, that game, I wish I could play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played it for, like, a couple, a couple hours once, and it's really just... It's a little outside of my comfort zone, but the story is incredible. Mm. Like, it's really... I really appreciate what they do with storytelling in that game. And then Stray, of course. So, you know, they, they have a lot of shit that's neat. But this particular showcase, I just was kind of like... I don't Nothing s- to it. No. Yeah, there, there wasn't a Stray-like game in there that I could at least sort of like... Because even when I first saw Stray, I was like, that looks pretty interesting. Yeah, like, even that's if a I'm neat idea. Play. You're playing as a cat. Like, I've never yeah. seen that before. Well, yeah. Maybe yeah. it exists, but... Yeah, I think like like Skillop keeps saying in his... In his um, what I what I recommend video I guess is like it's an often looked over fact but the fact that they realized that all they needed was the cat physics and just lean on that like they don't have to you don't have to give the cat double jumps or like any sort mm-hmm. of like gamey mechanics because cats already move like exciting platforming things move yeah which is a really you know you don't think about that kind of stuff but like it's true that it's tempting to add sort of like layers of abstraction on that you know what I mean and mm-hmm. like give your cat abilities that you have to find yeah and they never do that in Stray and that's really good you okay. know because it keeps things extremely simple and like they lean on the things about cats that are already impressive kind of thing you know like anyways yeah, like they stink <laughs> like this little fucking rabbit eater we're saying that we've got a cat uh, <laughs> yeah, the right cat just jumped us, up so. in between a super narrow crack <laughs> to the arm of the chair as you were saying you know yeah. just how well they can move yeah that was his double jump right there <laughs> yeah that was his double jump he had to learn that perk to jump in between that shit <laughs> so yeah but back to the Lost Wild uh, which was to me the most exciting game that came out of the Annapurna showcase it's also it's a little so the Lost Wild is a first person looks like a perhaps a survival and or survival horror I don't know I can't tell that looked pretty horrifying to me it looked pretty horrifying yeah it, uh, it looks a lot like the forest yeah with dinosaurs instead of cannibals right Exactly. Wait, yeah. And dinosaurs are fucking scary. Dinosaurs are fucking scary, yeah. Oh. And it's like, you know, you, you see shots of... Um, you can look up the... There's a video that came out of the showcase. It's pretty pretty interesting. It looks very polished. Like, um, whether the final game will look like that, we don't know. But yeah. uh, the current video is extremely polished. It's got a, it looks a lot like Jurassic Park. It's got a guy wandering around, like, trying to hide from dinosaurs. You see him, like, pick up... Like, the, the interior designs are really nice. Like, yeah. the in, inside of the science, sort of science facility place looked like, pretty cool. Even the lighting in the... Um the the wild looked fucking phenomenal but that's what i don't really trust is the lighting mm-hmm. in trailers compared to cuz ev- so many games have just chopped that down significantly for the end product right yeah. like the yeah, trailer totally. ghost of tsushima red dead like tons of games and then they like cut it in half for reality and like way more than just them you know mm-hmm. um so trailers I, I just don't trust any of it anymore you know I mean hey man you're right uh, you know the only thing that we our job is just to try to tell people what's exciting yeah right? and it so looks like, amazing so this you're, is you're 100% at the, right at the there. moment it looks fucking beautiful <laughs> and brilliant it's just I'm a pessimist and I'm like you know what I don't trust you. I 100% agree with you, and we're going to talk about something later when we get to Bright Memory and the Rapid Fire, which Mm. is an example of me sort of being less enthusiastic about something than I was initially. Right. Because of the current trailers versus the old ones. Right, right. right. But still, 
you know, there's not From that this, much exciting to talk about these days, well, and there's right? Nothing and else to say about this except that it looks fucking good. Exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, details are sparse th- at this point. It's coming to PC sometime. It's by Great Ape Games, which, from what I can tell, is looks like this is their only project. Hmm. Uh, don't seem to have existed before, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, you see the guy use flares in the video. It looks pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, like, fuck, I want more than a flare for dinosaurs coming at me. Well, I thought it was neat because, I mean, to me, because he uses the flare in a situation where it's clearly like he's being hunted by two T Rexes. Those weren't T Rexes, I don't think. Or whatever, some well, something like that seemed to be giant scared. velociraptors. Something that I mean, seemed I, to be like freaked out, but like because the all I could think of was like, oh, you, I guess they're velociraptors. Yeah. All like I could think of is why are you lighting a flare? But they look like mini T Rexes. Right? Jurassic Park. Remember, he lights the flare and the T Rex goes for him. It's been a long time, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I believe you, but I, they light the flare and they throw it, and then Jeff Goldblum lights a flare and then runs with it and they're like throw it throw it <laughs> and like then he gets fucking nailed and like sent right. or whatever well they look like mini T-Rexes yeah, I guess yeah. they're velociraptors I don't know baryonyx perhaps dude I don't know my dinosaurs but, oh uh, I do <laughs> well thank god you're here <laughs> are, they, are they really called baryonyx there is something called baryonyx yeah. I mean jeez well you're in ARC <laughs> <laughs> and are, are all the ARC dinosaurs modeled after real life dinosaurs not everything no but the great uh, majority are and yeah, the other guy lights a flare, and I figured it, I, I thought it, that they were just trying to show these are the kinds of situations you'll get into. Is like you're being mm-hmm. chased by dinosaurs, and you need to like get a flare to distract them or something. I mean, clearly it's probably not working in this case, but yeah, no. the idea is he yeah, maybe scares it and then gets and then throws it. I don't know. Yeah, you know? I'm not sure. But uh, it was it was working for me for the trailer. At least, Definitely. Like, no. Well, um, it it brings it adds to the horror part. Exactly. Right? Like it actually yeah. makes it kind of scary. Yeah. And like fuck. And that's what I'm saying. I'd want more than a flare. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. You know, but uh, yeah, clearly they're trying to make it look like a survival horror mm-hmm. sort of trailer, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I got to say about the Lost Wild. Looks neat. Looks interesting. You know, it looks more cool than a lot of the other sort of like AAA mainstream stuff that I'm seeing lately. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Cool. We'll take five, and then we'll come back with what we've been playing. Sounds good. Awesome. Yep. We're back. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll we'll leap right into what we've been playing. Yeah, man. So, so what you've been playing? Uh, I've been playing Cyberpunk. Uh, I finished Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That was <laughs> an amazing I, experience. I wish really I could say it was. Ama- it was okay. Uh, oh, wow. it was okay. That is a yeah. raving review. Hey, man, it's a lot better than it being terrible, <laughs> uh, which it could be. Is it? Uh, <laughs> is it though? Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Cyberpunk. So my. With that, what I wanted to... I was having a conversation with Matt re- recently, and we were talking about the same thing. What I really wanted to figure out there was, like, okay, if I do all the side shit, and mm-hmm. I get all the nonsense missions, which are just, like, essentially glorified fetch quests out of the way, that bombard the map in, like, every single zone, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. icons fucking everywhere for, like, completely menial garbage tasks. Did all that. Then did all the gigs, I think they're called, which are, like, you know, the sort of... Yeah, that's, the, like, the lowest tier of side quest. Then got on to the, like, real side quests, quote-unquote. Okay. And those are the ones where I'm like, okay, the real side quests and the main missions, these have potential. Mm. And I did them all, and yeah, they are they are much better than the rest of the nonsense. So really, to me, what should have been done with Cyberpunk, they're not all good, but most of them are a lot better than the rest of the stuff. If they had just cut out all the side gig bullshit... Like, it could have been... It could have been a pretty good game. Hmm. Like, and the problem with it is it just, you know... All the interesting storylines get, like, sort of mired in a giant bog of, like, just 
sort of garbage tasks. Mediocrity. Yeah, mediocrity, right? So if you just removed all the mediocrity, left the beautiful world of Night City to explore, which is genuinely beautiful. Mm -hmm. Although I saw a screenshot today on IGN and I was like, dude, my cyberpunk does not look that good. I guess it must have been a high-end PC. Yeah. But I was like, but damn, that world looks good on a high-end PC. This is totally out of left field, but have you checked out Hunt yet? No. Okay. On, on, a, on a high-end PC or on PS5? On PS5. I think I played it once. Because yeah. apparently there's a big difference. But um, I always thought Hunt looked gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm sure it'll still look gorgeous, but I really did think it looked gorgeous to begin with. I've, I thoroughly uh, enjoyed it. Right, yeah. But sorry, that was out of nowhere. Just, no, please. I mean, yeah, awesome. Hunt is one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen personally. Like, mm. I really dig the art direction there. It's very cool. I fucking nailed it. Yeah. But the the stuff I've seen on like videos of high end PC players, I'm like, dude, this is not the same game. Yeah. Um, at all. Sure, sure. I want it. <laughs> so <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> I, I really do feel like if it was that much better on five, I would. That would be the push I need to really hunt one down. You should check it out. I mean, uh, yeah, check out some like video footage. You know? Yeah, well, like, my body says it's like big, big difference. Yeah, eh? and um, I'm not the right person to ask. No, fair enough. Yeah, That's cool. I'm not good at noticing. Like, uh, yeah, like I had to see that. After, I mean, I just I just got off of playing like I don't know forty hours of Cyberpunk, right? Mm -hmm. In total, so it's like after all that, and then I see a screenshot of a PC, I, c I can now tell I'm like, okay, right. that looks better. Right. But right. normally, I'm not good at noticing those things. Okay. Uh, anyways, so all that to say, Cyberpunk does have the like you can't dismiss the game entirely because there is something there at the bottom when you scrape away all the dirt enough that is cool. It's just they didn't spend enough time focused on the parts of it that make it cool. Right. You know, like, but the main story, in particular, yes, the side quests, some of them are actually really interesting. Like, for example, there was a side quest with this, like, ex-NPCD, uh, excuse me, ex-NCPD cop called River Ward, who is also a potential love interest. I'm not sure if it's, like, you're either gay or you're a female, but, like, he can be a love interest. He wasn't for me, okay. but uh, he can be. And, like, but he's an ex-NCPD cop. Um, and like he has this like crazy fucked up story with like his sister like his nephew from his uh, sister is um, has like has been kidnapped by this like crazy sort of like serial killer murderer guy okay. it's like a really fucked up story where it's like this this guy like um, I almost don't want to say this on the air but he like it was pretty disturbing he, he had like a messed up relationship with his dad when he was like growing up and he has a fascination with like farm animals and like raising cattle so he essentially kidnaps like little children and makes them cattle like it's it's really weird, man. The whole thing is like super super fucked up, very dark. Um, but it was neat because it was like a different story, and it was like also an NCPD cop like having troubles with the force, right? Because mm. he like couldn't investigate it legit because it's like I don't know he was being blocked by someone kind of thing, right? And uh, but he really wants to figure out you know where his like disappeared nephew is, and so you kind of unravel a mystery with him. That's cool. So it's not just a fetch quest, right? You know right, what I mean? Right. Which and is awesome. It's amazing, and yeah. there's tons of dialogue and the voice acting. The voice acting for everyone except the main character in Cyberpunk is pretty fucking good. That's like V is. I mean, that's, the worst. That's great that other people are good, but like, what the hell, guys? Like, totally, man. What's wrong? With totally. You? Like, what? The, I mean, I, I I couldn't agree with you more. You know, it's like I, it's almost like why not just cast Johnny? Like, why not make the game Johnny Silverhand the RPG? You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. just get Johnny Johnny Mnemonic. Just get yeah, to, yeah. Johnny Mnemonic. That's who it is. Though. I mean, <laughs> get, come on. Let's yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Get Keanu. It really, I picked the right movie too. It's the cyberpunk Keanu. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. really only yeah. been one in the past. Right? Pretty much, pretty and, much. I guess there's the Matrix also, but it's uh, not too cyberpunk. I mean. No, a little bit. A little bit, know? but not... Because they have the outfits, kind of, you know? It's sort of cyberpunk outfits, the, like, trench coats and, like, fancy glasses. Okay. <laughs> I guess. 
I'll take it. <laughs> but you're right. No, it's the, it's less than the other. I mean, in particular, Johnny Mnemonic. That really is. It is like pure cyberpunk. Right? True cyberpunk. The yeah. laser thumb. Oh, dude. The, Monofilament whip. Yeah. The, everything. Come on, everything. The like data it. chip in the head. It's it you know? is cyberpunk. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But uh, why are we talking about this? Johnny Mnemonic. If he was just the main character throughout. <laughs> All yeah. of cyberpunk. Yeah, I mean Keanu Reeves' delivery is pretty rock solid the whole way through. Like I he's, believe he's, that. he's very good, and um, it's like at worst it's average, and at best it's pretty it's pretty pretty good. Okay. And he totally like like his attitude and style really fits in the world. And the main character, it's like yeah, he he's god awful, and also there's points in the game where Johnny takes you over. You like pop a pill that like loosens the like sort of da- the data blockers, right? So that his personality takes over more. And they do this super fucking. They make the V actor who sucks sound like Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, no, we're just calling him Johnny from now on. <laughs> <laughs> they make the V actor sound like Johnny Silverhand, mm-hmm. right? Keanu Reeves, and he does. So he does an interpretation. That's... And it's even worse than his normal voice acting. It's just, and I'm even in those moments. I'm like, why didn't you just get Keanu Reeves to do these lines? Like, why does the main character have to talk at all? Too much know? money. He has a lot of dialogue in the game. I'm just, I mean, it, I'm it, that can't have been, you know, it's no, like... It can't they, be the case. Yeah. yeah, he has a shit ton of dialogue throughout the entire game. But anyways, so the game is just like, it's such a mixed bag, you know? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's really unfortunate because there's there's some, some really shining points. In particular, the heist mission, which is incredible. Um, and there's some really neat sort of like cyberpunk lore in it, you know, for like fans of the game and stuff, like... But, um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, I'm happy I got through it. Like, because, yeah, some of the main missions were pretty darn awesome. Uh, and Johnny is getting back together with, like, Rogue from the old team. Because Rogue is, like... So Johnny was killed, right, in the heist on Arasaka Tower in, like, I don't know, 2045 or something in the history of the game. And Rogue was his buddy at the time. And she became one of the greatest fixers in Night City. Um, but she's still alive. Like, she's not on a chip or something, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, like, Rogue meets, like... Johnny inside V kind of thing and right, like they have right. a lot of interactions and it's really interesting you nice. know? like her character modeling and her voice acting is like very 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 good hmm. uh, anyways so it's cool it's cool shit but um, it's just too bad they couldn't like trim the fat for that game yeah you know like because if they just had focused harder you know mm-hmm. on smaller things like yeah it's too yeah. bad that you know the like the nice points kind of get lost in the yeah in the shit sort of but um, oh well but at least you finished it yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still. Uh, I still love. You know, Night City is like one of the. Like it's it's the GTA for me, right? Without like, it being GTA. Yeah, but like the the you know just the idea of the city to roam around in on your bike, like oh, listening you mean the to radio Toronto stations. Area. What's that? The Greater Toronto Area. Is that what Night City is? No, GTA. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> Night City is actually based on a real city, but I can't I believe it. One. I was just talking. <laughs> uh, nope, nope, not that one, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the GTA for me in the sense of, like, it's the game where I like to... It's the only game I've ever been able to get into where you're driving around a city. Okay. You know, and it has one of the... It's it's incredible city to drive around in. Mm-hmm. Like, the other stuff to do is not so much, but... Uh, right, right, but just exploring and everything. Yeah, yeah, and, like, the first-person gameplay, you know, it's, like, not at all the best, but it's still totally serviceable the whole time. Hmm. You know, and, like, and yes, I got a little tired of it, but... Not like the same way that I got tired of the God of War gameplay after like an hour. Okay, you know what well, I mean? That's good. Yeah. yeah, like, and it's like you'd think it's because it's like it's not that deep the first person gameplay, but it's it's just it remains fun and kinetic. Like even when it's a little bit too easy, maybe at the end because you're overpowered. Yeah, it's still fun and kinetic, and you can like go into slow mo with like reflex boosters and like you know followed style sort of like pop dudes heads off. Like, right, right. It's just kind of it's kind of fun and exciting. Nice, uh, nice. But um, yeah, so you know, mixed bag, and uh, I guess. I'll, I'll, I promise I'll wrap, but 
Uh, Aliens Fireteam also played some of that. Nice. That was on sale. I hopefully convinced a couple buddies to buy it. I maybe is it I still think. on sale? Uh, unfortunately, it is, but it won't be when this episode goes up. Okay. It's uh, it's uh, it's on sale till the fourth. Okay. Well, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna try and pitch it to a couple people then. Yeah. Sure. If I it's mean, on half sale, half off is fifty percent. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's twenty six bucks Canadian. You know? So it'll be like fucking twenty bucks tops American, right? Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. Something? yeah. No, I think it is twenty American actually. That might okay. be right. Yeah. But um. I'll pitch it to a few friends. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I was going to toss this in too. Aliens just got a, I think it's called Prestige Update, uh, their latest update. This is before Pathogen DLC, the new levels, comes out, I believe, August 28th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so that's the big one coming, but they just just did this Prestige Update. Prestige adds prestiging, which is, i got to be honest, a little lame, but also it's a free update, so who cares? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Prestige Update also adds crossplay, more importantly. Which is super cool. Super cool. All yes. platforms, right? All platforms. Yeah, so crossplay now between Xbox and, and Steam on, on PC. So Which is dope. Yeah, I mean, Aliens Fireteam, you can now play it totally, totally crossplay. They added a few new weapons, too. Three new weapons were added. Some, some cosmetics. Uh, actually, some pretty cool cosmetics. You remember the maintenance synths that you would fight sometimes? They had like green jumpsuits or no uh, orange jumpsuits. It's been a minute. Yeah, and there's these Sikhs and maintenance synths, and they added like a Sikhs and maintenance uniform. For okay, everybody. nice. It's nice. kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Aliens Fire Team is great. Um, it's I think it's going to remain on my system as like a, just a nice casual play game. Cool for like a session or two every now and then, probably for a long time. You know, I, I really like it. But, nice, uh, nice. That's, that's what I've been playing. Yeah, cool. Tell me, tell me about what uh, what you've been up to. Me, I've been messing around a little bit on ARK. Uh, a few buddies haven't uh, talked to in ages. We were looking for something to play together. And um, messed around on Conan for, I don't know, a day. And then, uh, yeah, somehow we switched over to ARK to try out a newer map that none of us had played. And then got in a couple more people and turned into a little party. <laughs> um, so I've been messing around on that a little bit. Not very much. Just enough to realize how much I hate it again. Um, <laughs> what a fucking dumpster fire of a game. I mean, it's amazing, fun, awesome, great, but it's such a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I know that that comes off, you know, pretty mixed, but um, but it really is a piece of shit. What makes it, what keeps you coming back? Friends. Mm. 100% friends. Mm. Uh, there's no way. Well, like a new map, free. Amazing. Very cool. I, I really do think that's awesome. New tames, new all kinds of stuff. But it's just such a tedious piece of, like, I don't know. Um, it, the art gods are real assholes. Um, <laughs> so, like, you'll put in a shit ton of work, whatever, and they'll just throw a curveball at you every time, you know? Okay. Um, and it could be server maintenance. Uh, could be uh, just That'll getting just booted and then the thing that you were trying to raise dies because you couldn't, like, stupid shit, man. Like, uh, stuff that I wouldn't be down to tolerate if I didn't have friends pushing me to play it. Right. Um, 100%. Right. I still stick by Desert Island game, like, because you could spend endless time on this game. But, that being said, I do think it's a piece of shit. Um, A fun piece of shit, but a piece of shit nonetheless. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm having a little bit of fun with it. A little bit, I say. Um, <laughs> I mean, the gameplay com- keeps you coming back somehow, right? Well, I Because you could play other MMOs. Well, again, buddy, it's, it's buddies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's all about what they feel like playing. Yeah. And, like, again, they we started with Conan. I was 100% on board with that. I'm like, fuck yeah. And, like, uh, max out, like, super quick on the make a new character. 
level up to the fullest ASAP, get like the best shit possible, and then it's like they're still trailing quite a ways, and I'm like, oh, well, how about some Mark? Like, yeah, yeah, whatever, fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much did all, my favorite part of all games is the beginning, right. um, where the struggle is real, right. and um, I wasn't struggling on Conan, uh, yeah. so <laughs> it's kind of nice to go back to struggling and getting killed by titanoboas and fucking frogs and shit. <laughs> um, yeah. What a piece of shit that game. Is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, well, just, as long as it's as long as you have fun playing it, well, that's, that's what's important, right? Fun with friends, absolutely yeah. amazing. And um, for people that have insane amounts of time and like incredibly difficult things, like yeah, there you go, play some <laughs> arc. Um, but anyway, right on. I'm not going to tell say that it's an amazing game. Like I no, I mean it. It has its moments that are amazing, but overall. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell it's made in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this this backsassing of Canadian developers is so so unearned. <laughs> I mean, the forest is also made in Canada. Forest was fun. I only played it for like two hours. I mean, you only played it for like two hours, but it's a, it's a good game. Oh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> to get back on track, about the games that we were playing. Ark is good. I was talking shit about Ark. Um, <laughs> saying, well, it's Canadian. Or rather, you're having fun with it, but it's not a good game. Yeah, no, no, no. So moving on to the rapid fire. Number one, ex-CDPR devs found new studio working on online ninja game. I got this off IGN. Uh, Staff has worked on Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk 2077, July 28th. And the news itself came from Twitter, uh, announced on Dark Passenger's website. We're hiring, giant capital letters, with a nice fancy uh, ninja image logo thing. Uh, Hiring for gameplay programmer, netcode programmer, lead animator, character artist, tech artist, environment, 3D designer, sound designer. What we know about this is former CD Projekt Red developer Yakub Ben has formed a new studio called Dark Passenger. Studio staff has worked on cinematics for games such as Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, and Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, ben is a co-founder of Dark Passenger along with Pavel Kuleta as COO and Magdalena Furman as 3D character animator. Currently, studios looking to hire for many, many roles. Studio's first game is a multiplayer online game set in feudal Japan, built using Unreal Engine 5 and including co-op, PvP, and PvE. Interesting. See, that right there is enough. I'm like, yo, that's actually kind of cool. I'm kind of curious. It's interesting. It tells the story of an invader that overthrew the ruling Shogun and established a new throne. There's some other detail that I found here. Here it is. There's a bit of gameplay details. According to the studio website, players assume the role of Shinobi and Kunoichi, where they will face the ruler's underlings and other assassins as they search for powerful, mysterious artifacts. Players have multiple ways to traverse the land, such as running on city rooftops, climbing pagodas, sneaking through shrines and temples. There will be various social classes for characters, all the way from simple villagers to high nobles and samurai. There's a character customization system where players can create their own unique characters and modify their equipment. Weapons include katanas, tanto, and shurikens. No surprises there. What did I see? (laughs) Players can also build their own dojo and invite their friends to train together. I'm like, that sounds kind of interesting. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it makes me think of Tenchu. Yeah. uh, Today. Totally. And yeah. I'm like, I yeah. love Tenchu. Yeah. Beyond yeah, no, anything. I mean, I felt that the, uh, you know, the little sort of like um, teaser logo thing kind of Looks had, cool. Yeah, it I had did, like I, Tenchu vibes in it. Again, off the rip, I was kind of like, I don't care so much about it because uh-huh. it's CDPR and I'm like, go fuck yourself, CDPR. Well, it's also ex-CDPR. That's where my <laughs> my my impression changed. And I was like, well, they're, they're former. Yeah. Um, and I like ninjas. I mean, one thing you can say about Cyberpunk is that it's AAA as fuck. 
That's for sure. Mm. You know, like, yeah, that game is, like, it's got a lot of resources behind it. For sure. Like, it's got really good character models. Like, it, it feels extremely AAA. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's a bit of a hot mess, it's, like, it's a, it's a AAA hot mess. AAA hot mess. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, there, that's pretty much all there is. Uh, no release window yet. No gameplay. Um, official website lists coming to PC via Steam and Epic Game Store, as well as PS5, Xbox Series S. And, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm into it. I mean... I'm into it, too. Ninjas, PvP... And you can build your own dojo. Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious. I yeah. mean, again, we don't know anything yet, so can't really make too much of a judgment, but those things interest me. Yeah, totally. Know? Yeah. It's, it's got potential. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. Moving on? Yeah, let's do it. Number two. Sims 4 update accidentally adds incest. This well, one is all I, you. I just thought it was fucking hilarious, <laughs> right? Like, uh, what what's this uh, article from? This is this is off of, uh, unsurprisingly, Kotaku. Okay. Uh, yeah. Or rather, no, I shouldn't say that because this article actually. I mean, everybody's reporting on yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. I just picked Kotaku because it's the most Kotaku. Like, it's the Kotaku is the right site. To yeah. have a headline like this. Yeah. A free update for EA's Life Simulator is also character- causing characters to age rapidly. This is... Um, oh, no. When is it? Uh, yeah, this is uh, July 28th. Uh, also reported variously on Reddit, PC Gamer, etc. Yeah. I just, again, I just saw a thumbnail for a video. I clicked on it. I couldn't <laughs> care less for the person talking. But I did think it was fucking funny. It's extremely um, hilarious. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean... Well, they're fixing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's just you know, updates suddenly created uh, you know older older ladies uh, trying to have romantic relationships with their sons. Well, they added um, wants, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, which is something from previous Sims games. Yeah, correct. And um, and that's where the problem came in, right? exactly, because like, people want things that <laughs> well, maybe they shouldn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> so maybe they're going for you know some hyper realism or something, or uh, maybe it's just. A, a bug, <laughs> an yeah, error. It's, uh, quite clearly, seems to be just an error. And uh, yeah, like you said, uh, you know, they're they've already the company's already said they're looking to get it fixed ASAP. There's <laughs> a support so. thread for the bugs. Uh, well, you know. it's mostly aimed for a younger audience too, right? Well, The Sims, yeah, isn't it? I feel like The Sims is very all ages to me. I do have a buddy that was super into it. I, I gotta ask. Yeah, my girlfriend uh, at one point in time was really into it. Oh yeah, yeah, at one point, yeah, okay. it's like Sims three or something, maybe or two. I, it was a while ago, I think. Mm. But uh, they're very all. They're just kind of they're all ages. It's just the it's like a people sim, right? People simulation I mean, game. I never you know? saw the like, uh, the appeal to it, but neither um, did I. Yeah, I just thought it was funny as hell and uh, yeah, worth worth mentioning just because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, incestual yeah. <laughs> sin. Uh, it's a, I mean, it's a bit of a slow news week, so you know, <laughs> nice to have something to talk about, right? Moving on. Yeah, number three, multiverses open beta released. I'll tackle this one. July twenty seventh. I got this off IGN, but the open beta for this game, you know, this is just an IGN published a review of it. There's not that many reviews out, although there's a lot of first impressions. And multiverses is significant because it is. I originally did not give... I couldn't have given less, sort of less of a shit about this game. Um, but I, f- I found out that Multiverses... Because it's a Super Smash Brothers clone. Mm-hmm. Well, clone. I mean, you know, when games do the Smash Bros thing, it's quite clearly, you know, they're trying to do their version, right? Yeah. And they've got all different characters. It's... Is it... Yeah, it's Warner Brothers. So developers play our first games. So they have all the Warner Brothers roster, right? They've got Superman. They've got Harley Quinn. They've got Bugs Bunny, Shaggy... Like, maybe, I, I don't have the full roster in front of me, but there's a whole lot of, yeah, Superman also, Wonder Woman, uh, Steven Universe, Iron Giant from the Iron Giant movie, even Arya from Game of Thrones. What? Just a whole bunch of random shit. But Smash Bros. does that too, right? It's kind of like a, like a, it's like a melting pot 
of like all Nintendo franchise characters. Okay. At least they're all. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear you. Like Game of Thrones is not a video game, right? Right. Well, or at least not known for being a video no, game. Yeah. Um, I, I actually bought that game. Did you? Which one? Dude, I bought it from a pawn shop. Like, uh, was I it think like it was kind PS3. of storyish? I think one? it was PS3, maybe even. Yeah. No, actually, I think it was PS4. That I, sounds right. I tried it for about five minutes, and I was like, "Yo, fuck this noise." Um, yeah. And I think I ended up giving it to someone. I was like, "Oh, yo, try this out." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just uh, you pawned it off, you could say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just not for me. I, I don't even recall what the what the deal was. You know, I um, remember it reviewing badly. That's yeah. that's it. <laughs> well, I can't even remember the name. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, Game of Thrones colon something. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, colon cancer or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I mean back to the game multiverses the reason why I thought it was interesting was for two reasons number one that it's actually supposed to be good that was the huge shocker um, like it reviewed extremely well on IGN and I was like mm, that's the interesting f- yeah, that's the first time because Smash Bros. clones have historically never worked out. Right. Like, no one's been able to nail it other than Nintendo. Uh, and this doesn't sound exactly the same. Like, I think this is specializing a little bit more in, like, competitive 2v2. Mm-hmm. So a little bit less casual and trying to be a little bit more competitive. Right. Um, but so it's, it's, it's apparently good. That's the first thing that sticks out. The second thing that sticks out is it's also free-to-play. Um, Which is really cool. Yeah, it's free-to-play without any... I mean, apparently, allegedly, without any nonsense. I haven't seen firsthand because I, I don't have any interest. I'm not going to try no. it. No. Um, but the game, yeah, from what I can tell, it doesn't. There's no pay to win at all. It's all cosmetic. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it, I just think it sounds neat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I mean, it it fills a niche that is very unfilled by anything other than Smash Bros. Right. Right. Cool. So yeah, great. I mean, it's great for people who like because there is a very devoted, like there's a small but extremely devoted Smash Bros. community of people who just fucking love those games and like play them to death. You know. So wow. for them to have any other option whatsoever to like branch out a bit, I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, because I mean, the world of like Street Fighter, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, all that kind of shit, Tekken, you know, they've got options, mm-hmm. right? Which is nice, but like Smash Bros. people, they don't really have options. You know? Yeah. Like Nickelodeon All Star Brawl uh, was not was supposed to be horrible. That came out recently. Um, there was that PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, ill fated, a very long time ago. That's like five years ago, maybe. Okay. That game was like complete hot trash. Um, but yeah. you know, so yeah, I think it's uh, here's hoping. Here's hoping. I mean, I, I don't know. It's uh, it's something interesting out there for people who like that kind of thing. So I think that's cool. Moving on to number four. GTA 6 will reportedly feature a first female playable character and add new cities over time. I got this off IGN. Uh, and IGN got this off of a report on Rockstar on the Bloomberg website by Jason Schreier. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, news is in. Sources close to the studio discuss the new female character who will be Latina. Character will reportedly be part of a pair of bank robbers in a story influenced by real-life criminals Bonnie and Clyde. I kind of dig that idea. And basically, it's the first sort of concrete details we've had in a while about the, the how GTA 6 is shaping up. Uh, so, female playable character, Rockstar plans to launch game with single city. It's going to be Vice City, I believe. Um, but add, or it's, rather, it sounds like it's going to be similar to Vice City a bit because mm-hmm. it's in Miami. Um, although I'm not sure what time period they're doing. Uh, yeah, it's actually, sorry, it says down here fictionalized Miami and surrounding areas, presumably for a return to Vice City, um, but not, not completely known yet. Um, and they've also said that the launch version apparently will include more interior locations than any GTA previously. That's, that's kind of interesting. Well, they don't they, they don't usually have a lot of interior locations, right? Like it's kind of mostly exterior. Uh, I don't know. I mean, having explorable Life interiors does it? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe not, have more. maybe not a lot, but uh, <laughs> enough. Right. Right. Well, whatever it is. Actually, maybe that's only when you more. buy them, though. You know what? No, 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 no. It's like the properties that you can explore. 
right? You can explore them when you buy them. Uh, yeah. Then you can go inside. I yeah, feel yeah. like people have been kind of wanting like explorable interiors for a while. Yeah. Like yeah. that feels like something that the, 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 the community wants kind of thing. Yeah. So they've got the casino good, and they've got some things, you know, but yeah. it is mostly um, uh, once you purchase it, like you can have an arcade, you know? Right. Like, Great. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I got the idea. I don't know if it's true, but I, I'm imagining that like there will just be more explorable places that you don't mm -hmm. have to buy. Yeah. You know, yeah, like I don't know, shops and... to go in, malls, whatever. You know. Um, and the, yeah, the game's launching with a single city, Vice Miami Vice, uh, or sorry, Miami City, uh, and we'll add more locations over time through updates. So that's. That's sort of the skinny. I mean, there's a whole lot of information about, uh, you know, the, the way the company is going and, like, they've, you know, fired a lot of the, I don't know, hostile culture, I guess they call it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, problematic managers. Uh, they're trying to cut down on crunch. You know, they're trying to be more more sensitive, more inclusive. Um, they're trying to have less, like, uh, punching down jokes. Um, Which is insane. Yeah, I mean, I you know. I, I so they're be... basically going to turn GTA into a steaming pile of shit. You know, whether you like punching down and that kind of culture or not, and, like, the political incorrectness of GTA... You can't say punching down. Like, I, I mean... Okay. No, but I just mean whether you want to call it that or not, mm -hmm. you know, the fact remains that, like, GTA is a game that's kind of about that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So there, there, there's an inherent to... problem with trying to minimize that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, like, GTA is about crime and the criminal element and, like, seediness and, like... You know, it's like, and they put a lot of work into um, their radio stations. Yeah, um, they get they had a lot of amazing Appl voice actors, work, like in, some yeah. phenomenal voice actors yeah. doing these radio stations, saying some of the most outrageous, crazy shit you could possibly imagine. Forever, right? Yeah. Like I never really got into the old ones, but my, I've heard examples. Yeah, my my buddy, uh, my roommate for a long time, he was playing a shit ton of uh, GTA. I guess it was maybe four. Okay, it was yeah. a bit, kind of a while ago. But yeah, I mean, he was pretty much like his favorite thing was the, the radio stations. Absolutely. And he was constantly showing me the radio stations, and I was always blown away. It's kind of what primed me to want to try Cyberpunk because when I saw, I was like, oh, cool, Cyberpunk will have radio stations. It could be like GTA, you know? I mean, it's not that good, but. Well, no. But yeah, I mean, you know, you're right. They were they were really impressive. So all in all, if they're gonna, I, I have zero faith in it. Um, basically, uh, if you're gonna, I mean, maybe it'll be amazing, but I really do feel like they're gonna go way more towards online, and mm -hmm. they're gonna try and go. I, I just think they're gonna change things so much that it's mm, it's little, not gonna seem like GTA anymore. A little unrecognizable, maybe. Yeah. 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 And um, I don't know. I I don't. Uh, I don't have much interest in it now. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, me too. I really just don't care about a lot of what they say. Yeah. You know, these adjustments and these changes and whatever. It's like, yeah. it's supposed to be offensive as hell. Um, yeah, it really is. I mean, like, why you know? shouldn't it be offensive when you're running around killing random people? I mean, I almost feel like, like, listen, I'm no defender of GTA, but like, like, I'm really not. I think the games are kind of deplorable. But it's like... I want them to exist in the same way that, like, I want offensive comedians to exist. Like, something has to offend... Like, something in the culture has to has to try and offend us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's always got to be elements that their objective is to push against the cultural, the social and cultural norms and, like, yeah. get people to examine issues that are maybe uncomfortable or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and they do it through satire, but that's the same thing the comedians do, you know? It's like, they, yeah. they get to the, these, these, these problems through satire and... That should always exist, whether you like it or not, is, is my, my opinion. Uh, I agree with you. But the way that it's been going with comedians and uh, just being canceled and whatnot, I yeah. just I have very little faith that this is going to... Based on yeah. what they said in this article, yeah. um, I just don't see it 
I don't see them coming out with something solid. Yeah, um, I hear you. Yeah, maybe the gameplay might be okay. I I don't know, but uh, I don't think it's going to have the same charm of GTA. And to call to say there's charm in GTA is like a weird oxymoron, sort of. But there Not definitely at all. is I, I, charm. I hundred percent agree with you. I don't think that's oxymoronic at all. Yeah. Well, it is deplorable. There's a lot of you can do some terrible shit. It's like got its own version of kitsch somehow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's cute in it in, because it's I don't know. It's I'd, so over the top and so stupid. Yeah. That yeah. it's kind of like well whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Yeah. So I don't have high hopes for it. I I really. Whatever. Well, it sounds like on top of all that stuff, like the game is not progressing extremely well either. Like this, the studio studio sounds a little troubled over it. Like yeah. some people well, have they left. Said they don't know. Like, they don't know how they could make a game in this setting with these new. Yeah. Stuff right, <laughs> like like that's a really freaky thing to say. Yeah. Uh, about it, like yeah. it's in development, but you're saying you don't know how you can. Develop it, like, yeah. And members of the team have been leaving. Yeah, uh, it's apparently all, like it's very behind schedule. I just feel like they're gonna really push. Well, first of all, GTA Five was, I think, the first GTA that they didn't add DLC to um, the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't add to Red Dead to the story. Mm-hmm. Everything went online. Right. So my concern is they're really not focusing on the story anymore. And on this, they might they might really just drop the ball on the story. Yeah push the microtransactions, the shark cards, the nonsense yeah. and take away the charm. So to yeah. me it, it I, I have zero interest in I don't care. This might be the end effectively. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I the end of anything good that comes out of Rockstar kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, see. Despite how, I mean despite how much I may not personally enjoy GTA I still think it's a, a very good creation. Like yeah. it's, it's impressive. You know, and like Red Dead also is like very impressive. Red Dead I find much more, but in a different way. Totally, um, yeah, completely different yeah. way. Uh, I I find Red Dead significantly more enjoyable than GTA, but it's a pace thing and it's an age yeah. thing. I think. Yeah. Um, it's also I like fucking cowboys. Yeah. Um, that that makes a big difference. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I don't yeah. care about street criminals yeah I don't, I don't I that doesn't zero, resonate with me either <laughs> uh, you know, yeah like, that's why like cyberpunk works and that doesn't but my know. favorite thing about GTA was the funny signs the hilarious radio stations yeah the funny little shows that you would catch on yeah um, all of these things are what made it enjoyable to play well that and friends totally but the story was phenomenal and yeah. like the actual story mode I'm actually referring to online but the actual story was really good. Yeah, for sure. So well, a lot of people talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have very high hopes for this. Neither do I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feel it feels very like the direction is all wrong for what the game's supposed to be. I feel that you know? way, but, but we'll see. I guess. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Again, all my shit talking we'll about Red Dead really was focused on the online part of it. Mm-hmm. Completely forgetting that the story mode was a beautiful masterpiece. Yeah. Perfect at launch, like just. It was brilliant. Um, That's what almost makes me think, why don't they just do a Red Dead 3? Well, GTA 5, the story was amazing as well. And I I hear that the problems came in in online. So my real concern is if this is really focusing on online and Mm -hmm. the story isn't amazing, then all we can talk about is the shit from the nightmare (laughs) of online, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyways. So moving on. 
Number five, Metroid Prime Switch Remaster will finally release this year, it's claimed. This is July 27th. This is a rumor. Uh, it's not actually confirmed, but this is off Video Games Chronicle. The original game is said to be getting, quote-unquote, the big remaster treatment. Uh, this is by Andy Robinson, and this is according to industry insider, uh, or rather journalist, Jeff Grubb, who stated on a giant bomb show that he'd been told pretty definitively, quote-unquote, the title will arrive in time for Prime's 20th anniversary this November. I find this funny because, anecdotally, a lot of people I know are discussing this as if it's like actual confirmed news but it's mm. technically just a rumor yeah. although Jeff Grubb has been extremely reliable in the past mm. uh, he seems to have very good uh, very good sources uh, also it's um, extremely believable mm-hmm. it's a very believable rumor um, so Metroid Prime Remaster is probably going to be their big holiday game According to Grub, Nintendo will likely re-release all three Prime titles for its modern platform, but Prime, the first one, Metroid Prime, is, is the only one getting the big remaster treatment. Metroid Prime remasters have been reportedly coming, coming for years, with one recognized insider claiming last November that Prime 1's remaster was already completed and ready to release. So this sounds very plausible. Yeah. Um, but what else is there to say? In Japan, uh, Video Games Chronicle notes that the game outsold the life-to-date sales of nearly every other Metroid game since this, in the series in just the first week. Uh, so Metroid Prime is by far the most successful. It's also the best ever launch for a Metroid game in the UK. Uh, so it's the most successful game that they've produced. It's also like, I think it was maybe a 10 on 10 on IGN when it came out. Wow. It's really, it's deserved. Okay. It's uh, 100, 110% deserved, I'd say. Wow. Uh, v- VGC's Metroid Dread review, they wrote, with a near-perfect balance of nods to the past and fresh ideas, Metroid Dread brings cinematic flair, fast-paced action, surprising story to the side-scrolling classic, a comeback fans have been waiting for. Dread was the side-scrolling one right. that... I think looks very good, but I wasn't in the mood for another side-scrolling Metroid. Fair enough. Um, I just I want I want Prime Four, like okay. I want the next Prime, right? Um, but I mean, this news is uh, very interesting. I think it's a really good, like Nintendo kind of needs something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they haven't had anything for a while of of notes, you know, in, in the first-party mm-hmm. realm. So they definitely need something. It's apparently being done handled by Retro. Retro is the studio behind the first Metroid Prime, okay. so it's great they're they're handling the remaster. Um, and uh, I mean I think it's going to be a hit I think people are going to buy it like crazy I don't know if I care to play Prime again but I've played Prime twice at least okay you know so like you put start, in the time yeah like I, I just I really put in that, the time in that game and it was also kind of like they're redoing all the controls for like standard dual analog and stuff mm. but that the game is also the only example of a Nintendo game with the fucking stupid nunchucks. Mm. That it's the only one that it was ever good to me. <laughs> you know, okay. like like they really nailed it. Like you you yeah you you looked through the face with the things and like the motion controls actually like really worked. Wow, it was weird, but yeah, I, and I never thought I would play a motion control game before that. This know? was Wii. Yeah, Wii. Yeah. Okay, uh, there was a remaster on Wii U, but it's just a port, right? Okay, like not an actual remaster like this, where they're like, I think that. I mean, we don't actually know, but it sounds like they're probably probably going to be upraising graphics and like, okay. redoing graphics stuff like that. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really good news for Metroid fans. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, cool. I know a lot of personal friends too that would be definitely buy a Metroid Prime remaster like nice. day one for sure. You know, um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, not bad. We'll hope for an official announcement soon, which I can only assume will be coming. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, if this guy's reliable, then you know, seems to be. Here's yeah. hoping. Yeah. Moving on to number six, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic game paused amid studio shakeup. Uh, I'm getting this off Bloomberg, as reported by Jason Schreier. There's a lot of news here. Uh, the important thing is just that this game has been put on pause indefinitely. Right. Um, it actually sounds like, in a way, this is like a success story because 
the Star Wars Nice, the Old Republic remake, I mean, first of all, this is a blow for PlayStation because mm-hmm. this was going to be a PS5, PS5 exclusive other than PC, and that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really bummed that that's not happening. Uh, I also, personally, it's kind of the only Star Wars game that I was excited about. Right. I mean, there's, like, I guess the number two would be, like, Fallen Order, it's fine, but I'm not, like, stoked to play one of those. Uh, although it is probably the best one they have going at the moment is the sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe the Ubisoft open world Star Wars game that was announced. So okay. maybe the, but it's like these were all sort of pipe dreams. Right. Kotor remake sounded real. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, and the fact that it was like a PS5 exclusive, like I felt like you know, oh, it had backing. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's for sure going to come out. So a bunch of shit is going on with Aspire Studio. Aspire or Aspire, I'm not really sure how to pronounce it, is a Texas-based developer, um, and they did porting roles for like iPhone games to like consoles okay. back in the day, right? Like they've been around for a while. They've been primarily a port studio, so it maybe was always a bit too much for them to think that they could tackle a remaster sort of on this level. Yeah, they're not like Bluepoint, the guys who did Demon Souls remake, right? You know where they sort of are like that's what they do is remaking old stuff yeah. into you know. So it sounds like. The studio heads, uh, or rather the owners of the of the Star Wars franchise, people involved with that, were shown uh, a slice of what was going on with Aspira's remake, uh, and were just deeply unsatisfied. And were like, "Okay, we gotta we gotta pull this. Like, it's not it's it's not what it's supposed to. Like, it's not nearly at the stage it should be." They were saying that like if the game was gonna come out being worked on by Aspire, then it would need to go to like 2025 or something. Like, mm-hmm. it was just not even close to the sort of level of progress they were hoping for. Right. And so it's good that they don't push out something that's not gonna be good yeah like I mean I I kind of actually think this is really cool I mean I'm sad not to get my KOTOR remake but at the same time it's not gonna be like those GTA remasters right right? right. that were like done partially by AIs and like was just a fucking nightmare Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so it's good because somebody had the balls to just be like this is not what we were hoping for. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's better to not release something than release something that is not going to be good. You know. Yeah. So I would say. Yeah, I, kind of, I mean, I kind of see this as, as a success story, despite how sad I am for both Kotor because that game fucking rocks, and uh, PS5 because it was going to be a really good exclusive. But mm. um, yeah, I mean, that's uh, you know. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's a bummer, but it's yeah. a good bummer. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bummer, but there's a silver, silver lining, I feel like. Yeah, it you know? would have been like if Cyberpunk got pushed a little further. Right? right? And then, like, came out polished and perfect. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. even got, like, put on hold indefinitely, and then three years later resurfaces, and it's like a masterpiece. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, there is some vague hope here that, um, oh, yeah, no, Aspire is owned by Embracer, and Embracer announced back in May, uh, in this past May, that Saber Interactive would also join the project. So Saber Interactive, I mean, some people are, are theorizing that maybe um, KOTOR is just going to pass on the Saber Interactive. And, like, they'll just hand over the reins to that. Who knows? Um, but, you know, for all intents and purposes, I would stop caring about this game now. It's it's on hold indefinitely. It will probably, it will maybe just never come out, you know? Hey. So, but, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. It's like... I wish that more more companies would do that when games have problems. Yep. You know? Um, that's good. You yep. know? Like, we knew early, and we can just stop caring and move on. Exactly. <laughs> that's really nice. Yeah. Not lose any sleep over it. Exactly. Moving on to number seven. Meta is raising the price of Quest 2 VR headsets by $100. Uh, I got this off a Polygon article, but the news was also just reported on uh, Facebook's blog, I believe, mm. that they were... And it's, you know, the article pretty accurately summarizes everything that's written there. So there's not too much to say about this. I mean, the reason why I find this fascinating is because this is the, I believe, first time in at least recent uh, industry history that hardware has actually gone up 
I mean, it's it's a it's a little unprecedented, and I find it fascinating for that. I feel like they did this with again PS3 when PS or PS4 when PS5 came out. Yeah. Um, I don't know how official it was from them and whatnot, but stores mm. definitely did it. Um, and I don't really see a problem with it off the rip for people that got four hundred dollars to spend on a Facebook fucking VR set. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You're gonna spend five hundred dollars now. Good. Um, I hear you. Yeah. If you have that type of money, like that shouldn't make much of a difference to you, uh, honestly. Uh, plus the fact that it's Facebook, like go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, so really, like yeah, that sucks. Wah, wah. Uh, I don't care. I mean, I kind of like I don't like the way that they're you know they they cite uh, sort of increased uh, you know cost and production time. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that too, but it's kind of like, I do sort of feel like on, on the Sacred Symbol show I was listening to, they mentioned that it's kind of like, they're just saying that they have inflation problems, but they're just passing the inflation on directly to the customer, and yeah. I kind of, I, I do take issue with that. I feel like, well, I have to pay, like, my dollar has gone down too. You've been super fucked. <laughs> well, it's like, my dollar has also gone down, but yeah. I still have to pay... So it's like you know the inflation affects everyone. You just tripled, you know what I mean? For us, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how it's working. Right? Yeah, you want to keep your profits right up there. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, I kind of feel like fuck you, I guess. Oh, but absolutely. At the same time, I mean, I I I just think this is inter- interesting because it may give it may give ideas to other people in the industry to raise the prices of hardware, and I find that intriguing. You know, I just because re- I'm wondering if it'll set a precedent, I guess. I really hope it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths and they mm. wake up to how shitty this company is um, and also like the metaverse like really like whatever fuck yeah. if you want to pay for that piece of garbage um, like you gotta screw loose anyways well I mean that's one of the interesting things too is that like you know Facebook Facebook I'm not gonna fucking call them meta <laughs> like, I'm just not they're not the meta man I mean but Facebook is leaning you know hard into the idea of the metaverse like you mm-hmm. say um and yeah, I mean, isn't increasing the prices of your VR hardware counterintuitive to getting people into the idea of the metaverse? You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe. They only want a certain caliber of people to be in their metaverse. <laughs> and they want to exclude all the, the plebs. <laughs> all the riffraff? All the plebs. Yeah. You know? Uh, all you low-end people that can't afford $500 <laughs> for a headset. Uh, we don't want you in our virtual world. <laughs> it looks like it was made in 2010. It's, we're we're um, getting a little too real. Uh, Ready Player One here, D. <laughs> whatever. Um, but it really does look like shit anyways. Um, so, again, I don't care. The console itself seems fine. Like, no, no, I'm bio- talking about the actual metaverse. Oh, for sure. Totally. Like, well, it, I mean, the metaverse isn't anything. At the, it's just an right. idea. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But all the, the things you've seen of it, right? With yeah. the, uh, the, the demos and whatnot and the little shit they've shown. Yeah. It looks like absolute trash. So if you're going to pay, you know, the difference between paying four hundred and five hundred dollars to or be three a, and four, yeah, either way, it was yeah. the one twenty eight or the the two. Right, you're right. Yeah. So either way, um, yeah, like I just don't care. Yeah, and, fair um, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And hopefully people that you know do care will get pissed off by this and be like, yeah, you know what, go fuck yourself. We'll we'll play a different. Yeah. Uh, in a different metaverse, maybe, maybe you know, maybe we'll wait for Sony's VR two or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or something else, anything else. Yeah. Like maybe some open source, awesome VR shit. But I, I think know. what you're saying is uh, uh, valid. You know, like if it does set a precedent for other companies to do something similar, then that's shitty. Yeah, but, uh, that, that's the concern, I guess. You know, but what I was thinking was again how Apple with the iPhone whatever came out and yeah. they just slowed the service of the previous one. Yeah. So more people bought this. It's like that's not any better. 
Yeah, I mean, that example is complicated because, you know, they didn't actually do that. What they did was they released... I mean, it's more complex than that. Yeah. Like, it's like they updated the OS, yeah. which is a good thing, but the older phones weren't built able to, to keep handle... Up with it. Yeah. yeah, so because of that, they had to throttle battery life to make it work serviceably. Yeah. It's complicated, but, but it's, also they the didn't end have... Result, the end result is the same. Yeah, and they, and they also didn't have to update the OS to do that. That's right? what that I mean. That was optional. You know like, I mean? So, again, I just... Yeah. Either way you look at it, like it's kind of shitty. I understand where you're coming from. I just hope that it doesn't mean that like we have a future where you know PS5s that are like extremely hard to get suddenly go up by a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Like, well, the, but they already are. Um, like when you go to Walmart, uh, you can't get a base PS5 for what four fifty five hundred. I'm uh, not sure. I didn't. They buy one only myself. have the two controllers. It comes with something, right. and it's eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, and that's Walmart. That's Best Buy. That's yeah. every well, major I mean, chain. Bundles I'm used to. No, but what I mean is they just make it impossible to get the base, so they right. have a reason to jack it up to a ridiculous price. Yeah, I see. It's what you the mean. exact same thing, just with a little cover. Although at least those have peripherals. Like this doesn't have. They I mean they just increase the price. Period. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, no but, extra stuff. I, actually, I shouldn't say that. They did offer. They're offering Beat Saber, which is a thirty dollars game for free to anyone who Oh, wants. that's just... That makes it all worthwhile. It's actually supposed to be a good game, but that's unrelated. It just makes it all worthwhile, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're right. But, uh, so, in a way, it is a bundle, but, yeah. I just... Again, I just don't... I don't like it, obviously, mm-hmm. but I see them doing shitty stuff already. Right. And, um, I see what you mean. I just don't think that this... I, I don't care about You feel this. like this is just a more upfront version of exactly. the other Exactly, and I appreciate upfront shit, you know? Like, yeah. why beat around the bush if you're going to just be a dick like this, you know? That actually makes sense to me. Yeah, so I, I totally hear you. Yeah. Moving on? Yep. So, on to number eight, Bright Memory Infinite console gameplay trailer is out. 4K 60 ray tracing. This is July 21st. I saw this console trailer off IGN. Uh, it, I believe it was captured on Xbox, if I'm not mistaken. And this is an eight-minute-long gameplay trailer for Bright Memory Infinite, which is a game that we've been covering for a long time. Um, and it's like all this news converged at once. This I just I had to check, but yeah. this, this game is actually out now, which I didn't see any announcement of it coming out. Um, this is a console gameplay trailer, but there was no release date trailer that I'm aware of. Um, I could have just skated by us, too. Could have just skated by us, yeah, but it, but it's out on Xbox now, and PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch, which is unbelievable. I have no idea how it would look. It must look like garbage on Switch? I can't imagine. It I mean, it's better than this. looks really slick on PS5. Hmm. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's like the graphics are, like, crisp, and, like, yeah, the yeah, frame yeah. rate's good, you know? Like, can't look like this. No. So yeah, it just there's just stealth dropped on all the consoles. It appears to be twenty five bucks Canadian, um, and yeah, I mean, where to begin? Do you want to? Price is right. I think it's price uh, is right. It might be worthwhile trying out. It might be a hell of a lot of fun. Doesn't appeal to me in the slightest. But if it's a one man thing for twenty twenty five bucks, I think it's probably worth a try. Yeah, one man operation by Zhang Fyqd Zhancheng, uh and his studio. Or is he just called? I think he's just called Fyqd Studios. Yeah, uh, but it's it's a one man show. So, I mean, you know, you can't expect the world. It, it is cheap, like you say. Uh, it sounds like this is maybe just the first episode, and he's going to release more episodes later. Uh, that's unclear. But, yeah, I mean, I you know, we've been covering this game for a long time. I thought the initial the initial trailers looked really, really cool. Much better than this. Yeah, this still this doesn't look terrible. It just doesn't look as interesting as the initial trailers. Yeah, it looks more uh, cartoonish, almost. Some of the movement. I feel like it just looks, you know, not as um, not as slick and polished as like some of the earlier trailers were looking, and not as frenetic. 
I don't know. I mean, I'm intri- I was more intrigued by this game before the final, like the, the actual footage is out. But I still think it looks interesting because it's it's an FPS by one guy, and it's only it, it's twenty five bucks, twenty six bucks. I think that makes it worth trying on its own. Yeah, honestly, it looks like it's totally worth trying from one person for twenty twenty five bucks. Kind of, yeah. I, like I'm not interested, but at the same time, with those caveats, yeah. I am sort of interested. Yeah, and the fact that it's kind of a random one-man developer, I find that kind of fascinating. He's Chinese. We don't get a lot of Chinese-developed games here, like especially not one-man indie studio guys. Right, right. Um, Yeah, I think it looks fascinating. I mean, I still might try it. Like, I am a bit let down from what the initial footage was like, but also I've been tempering my expectations the entire time. I kind of just was shocked that this... I really thought this game kind of wasn't going to come out. Yeah. So I'm happy to see it actually arrive on stores. Hey. And um, yeah, I mean, it's not anything crazy, but it's an it's an FPS by an, an unknown guy that does have some slickness to it. It's got like some sort of skill system in it too. Like I watched in the in the footage, like you know, th- there's some sort of like light RPG stuff. I think. Um, I feel a lot of like Shadow Warrior vibes with this. Yeah, um, I got that too. Yeah, I got that too. Big yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a traditional FPS. Mm. So if you're in the mood for some sort of Shadow Warrior kind of stuff... Fast-paced. Yeah, fast-paced. You know, you can use a katana, too, to, like, chop up dudes and, like, slow-mo and uh, yeah, right up yeah. in their faces. Telekinesis. Telekinesis. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I There's a very strong chance I might try this, actually. Oh, you're going to try this. Just out of curiosity, Come if nothing on. else. You're going to buy this tonight. It's mostly curiosity. I know you're you know? playing this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that pink gun, that sold you. <laughs> Yeah, I just can't believe it's out, man. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so I'm happy for that. Yeah. I'm happy for the developer too, like because I it seemed like that game was sort of languishing in like unreleased territory for just a bit too long. You know? Yeah, it was quite some time. The first time we previewed it was like maybe two years ago. I would know? think yeah. it's about that. Yeah, pretty early. It was like a Gamescom show, of maybe 2020. I maybe, can't remember, yeah. but yeah. Uh, moving on. Yep. Number nine, Servios is developing a new Aliens game for VR, PC, and consoles. The game will feature an original storyline set between the Alien and Aliens films. Uh, I got this off IGN. This is July 19th. Uh, and here we have Servios is partnering up with 20th Century Games to develop a new single-player action horror game set in the Aliens universe. We love talking about Aliens on this show, D. Yeah. According to a description post on the studio's website, the game is being developed for VR, PC, and consoles. It will use Unreal Engine 5 for graphics, creating an immersive world where players can be part of an original storyline that takes place between Alien and Aliens films, in which, quote-unquote, a battle-hardened veteran has a vendetta against the Xenomorphs. Well, that's not like any other Aliens show hmm. I've seen. <laughs> battle-hardened veteran has a vendetta against them? No way! <laughs> you don't say. Whoa. <laughs> Unbelievable. Servios has plenty of experience building out existing entertainment properties through video games, a studio previously secured license for MGM's Creed movie. I don't know half of that. Creed? That's Apollo Boxing? Creed. Yeah, it's uh, Rocky. But did they even make a game? They secured yeah, the they license. Did. Though they made the game? Uh, there was a Creed... I'm pretty sure oh, there shit. was a Creed VR game. Is it any good? I have no Oh, yeah, idea. you're right. Creed Rise to Glory. Yeah, My I bad. can't imagine it would be, but... Um... <laughs> uh, Servios has also released games in the universe of TV shows such as AMC's Walking Dead. That I looked up and it was supposed to be bad. Yeah. HBO's Westworld. That one I'm not so sure about. Here we have a quote from T.Q. Jefferson, Chief Product Officer at Servios, per VentureBeat. When I joined Servios in 2020, it was build bigger, more ambitious games, using the best entertainment franchises across console, PC, and VR platforms. Aliens is a distinct and terrifying world that fans love to be entrenched in, and is perfect for Servios' proven expertise in creating immersive gaming experiences. Also in the Aliens franchise is a strategy game called Aliens Dark Descent, due out next year, which will drop players into an original alien story where they'll lead a team of marines into battle against aliens. Cinematic trailer came out, I want to say it was Summer of Gaming, Hmm. I think. 
uh, teasing a more squad-based approach to xenomorph combat. We saw the top-down, it was an an isometric Aliens game. Right. So it looks like... Um, maybe Diablo-ish? Yeah, no, I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was very little gameplay shown, but it was clear enough that it was a top-down squad thing. Right. Uh, It looked kind of interesting, but, you know, I mean, so this is a relatively, a somewhat obscure development team, and I I, I noticed that they're not, it's not just for VR, they're making it for VR and consoles. Mm. So, it's Aliens. Hey, more aliens, good. That's all I gotta say. That's all we need to say. <laughs> Pretty much anything aliens gets my attention, yeah. and I will pay attention until it is shown that it's like those other Walking Dead games, <laughs> at which point I'll drop off, but yeah, we're not there yet. Hey. <laughs> spicy so, nuggets. <laughs> spicy nuggets indeed, man. <laughs> aliens fire team is so fucking good. Dude. It, dude, it really is. It's so fucking good. I'd say that's probably gotta be their best shit so far. I mean, I love that Aliens vs. Predator game that I played on PC in yeah, the 90s. Years ago. Yeah, and the one that you played, which is, I think, extremely similar. Yeah, but I don't find it... Um, no, I still think Fireteam is better. Yeah. Personally. I mean, it was cool because you did all the different roles, like one mm-hmm. Predator, Aliens, Colonial Marines, but overall, like, who really cares? Like, Colonial Marines... Playing as a Marine, I'm cool with that. Yeah. As long as you expand on... What that entails, right? Yeah. You have different classes, you have different weapons, totally, different man. traits. Man. It's, it's a so small re- game, but it's a cool game. Yeah. It's really like, yeah, it's small, but fuck, they put so much care into it. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like they you put can so tell they're fans. Yeah. You yeah. can tell they love aliens. It's so good, man. Yeah. I was trying to sell uh, my, my buddy Matt on the game like two, two days ago. We were talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. And what was I telling him? I, I said something like, yeah, I think one of the neat things about Aliens Fireteam is. It's the game that's made out of... I mean, and unfortunately, I don't have the background in, like, Call of Duty and stuff, or things like... I'm still vaguely excited about that Battle of Fallujah game, Six Days of Six yeah, Days yeah. in Fallujah, um, but I don't really play war games. No. Right? So... But Aliens Fireteam makes me feel like a soldier. Yeah. Right? Like, when I'm playing it, I'm, like, calling... I, I mean, I play mostly with my brother, right? Like, yeah, after yeah. we played together. Um, lately, I, like, he's the only person I play with at the moment, and I'm, like, calling out instructions. For sure. I'm watching my monitor all the time. I'm, like, you know, and sometimes Jake doesn't catch the, like, the, the, the motion sensors going, and, like, there's dudes behind, and I'm, like, mm-hmm. Jake, did you see the dudes? He's, like, he's fighting something over there, and I'm, like, you know, behind, behind, like, cover mm. behind. Watch your six! Watch your six! Yeah, exactly. Like... Stay frosty! <laughs> it really <laughs> makes me feel like a soldier. No. And, like, it's so stressful and tense, in, but in such a good way. Yeah. And I was telling Matt also, I was, like, you know... Although, because he was like, oh, I wish we had a, a game to play to hang out, right? Uh, and I was like, yeah, maybe Aliens isn't the best game because it's so it's so intense that like we probably won't be doing too much talking. No. And he's like, ah, I'd satisfy for like you know the uh, the shrill high pitched screams of like someone in, in like combat terror. And I'm like, well, in that case, <laughs> this is the game for you. <laughs> I think this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna work, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I just love Aliens games, and I you know I'm curious about anything new that's Aliens coming out so. for sure. We'll, we'll, we'll take a look-see. But, um, I mean, I don't know. Do you have anything uh, any more to say? That's kind of all we got for the show today. Yeah, no, i got nothing else on it, really. I mean, okay. I'm curious, yeah. too. But, um, again, Fireteam is enough for me for Aliens. I don't need yeah. more. Yeah. I don't like, uh, I got my fill. It's hard for me to imagine something else sort of um, filling that, uh, you know. Yeah, the gap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, I feel like, I mean, I would love something like Aliens Isolation, maybe? I, I really, again, I thought Isolation was super cool. It just, I wasn't feeling it at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it did something super amazing with the the genre, but it just wasn't for me. I think if I had Fireteam, but with just a tiny bit more Resident Evil 7 in it, 
I'd be good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, if I just had a little, like, I think if I, in isolation, if it wasn't just the alien you were fighting, like, if, if sometimes there'd be, like, humans or squads of aliens that you could kill, I don't know, I just there, I wish there, there was... There are synths. There's um, synths, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just... But um, to me, it's, like, basically, the the only thing that could have made that more, like, true to the OG alien is, like, okay, the only thing you're fighting is... One alien and one crazy motherfucking synth, mm. um, and like to <laughs> that me, actually does sound that would have been phenomenal. But again, yeah. it turns it more into a horror game, totally, as opposed to an action. And like yeah. again, I didn't put much time into it, but thinking about, well, just hearing about it, I'm like, dude, this game is really cool. Um, like yeah. hiding and stuff, and the fact yeah. that the mic in your controller picks up sound of the Ambient room, sound. yeah. And the alien hears your cat knock something over in the background like totally that's mind boggling to me I actually would play a first person aliens fire team if that were to ever happen I wouldn't yeah that, I totally well, no, I totally would but I don't want to necessarily but yeah I hear you I, I, hear I you. would I mean just I would love that though yeah, yeah. the only reason I did fire team was because of you though yeah. like yo I'll play <laughs> something with you I'm like got a buddy that'll play I'm in yeah I man like what, a, what a game yeah, absolutely. Can't wait for that DLC, man. I'm, I'm for sure uh, picking that I'm up. Down to play anytime, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot you a message next time I play with my brother. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's good shit. It's more fun with the more people. The you know when you're actually communicating. Yeah, it's not so great to have more people that you're not actually talking to. True. But like when you're actually in a group. Yeah. I can't. Have, I can't think of anything more fun. You know, like uh, okay, you cover the east. Okay, you got the west. I got yeah. the south. Uh, boom, we got this. Turret here on the north. Like one thing that's kind of neat with it's like weird slash neat with PS5 is that since the mic and the controller, you know, because you can use that mm-hmm. as your mic, right? You don't yeah. need an actual. So when you're in the like when I play with randos, I didn't know this was the case at some point in time. But I, I one time I, I, I mashed up with randos and I was like, if you can, because I noticed it keeps putting the icon of me talking. Okay. But I don't have a mic on or anything, right? No, no, but it's using that. Yeah, and I was like, so can everybody just hear me? And at one point in time, I was like, okay, you know, if you can hear me, like, do a dodge roll now. And, like, guy immediately dodge rolls. And I'm like, That's cool. oh, shit. That's super cool. It's kind of really cool. Because it's like, I mean, A, it's a little uncomfortable. Like, yeah, you, know, you, you should you should know to turn that off. Mm-hmm. And probably someone should tell you that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was like, wow. How <laughs> long have people been listening to, like, me blowing my nose and shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. what I didn't realize. But anyways... But it's really cool for the game because I'm like, that's perfect because if I want to just yell at a command like of like, oh shit, like you know, go to the back here. We'll make a we'll make a kill box. You know, like mm-hmm. then they can actually just hear me and like yeah, that's totally. great. You know, like we don't need to be in a party chat. They can do it if they want or not if they don't want to. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, very. But, uh, anyways, I, I dig it. So um, yeah, so go buy. Aliens Fire Team. Go play Aliens Fire Team. And it won't be on sale anymore, but oh well. <laughs> but it might be again for the DLC. Yeah. Hey, I can only hope. Here's hoping. But I mean, I guess that's all we got for you. Sounds good. So, you know, hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. See you next time.